following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Ayo! Long time no talk. Hey, guys. This is Dan, one half of Your Average Ordinary. Um, I just wanted to drop a message to say I'm so sorry you guys haven't heard from us in so long. Just to give a little context, Ben and I were both doing a show called Frankenstein over at the Ghost Light Theater in North Tonawanda. Um, We had been in a little bit of consistency recording. Um, We had episode 83, the original episode 83, in the books with my cousin Andrew, we had issues with it for weeks. We finally got it up, and the audio was unbearable on it. And that's one of the reasons that it's been so long. Um, so we are so sorry for any delays that we have caused with getting episodes out. But rest assured, we are coming back. Ben and I will be recording a new episode this Saturday. In the meantime... Please check out this next episode, which is our recap of Frankenstein at the Ghost Light Theater with the great DJ Swartz. We had a great time doing the show. We have a better time breaking it down. Thank you guys for supporting. We will see you soon. Ordinary episode number 84. I'm Dan. I'm Ben. And, and we're, we're the, the Torres, Torres brothers. brothers. Ben. Danny. Been a while since it we've been in been here, while. dude. <laughs> it's, it's been a little bit of a hiatus, but it's been for really good reason. A very um, good reason. So currently, to give some kind of background, we're coming off this huge high, and it's uh, due to the show Ben and I just closed. Um, Frankenstein over at the Ghost Light Theater. Um, a few weeks ago, we were on the Ghost Light Theater's podcast on their second episode, and we kind of did a preview uh, of our show. But we wanted to have a really nice recap of it and be able to sum everything up really, really nicely. So who better to bring back on for this episode uh, than our friend DJ, Mr. DJ Swartz. It is so good to see you sitting across from us right now. I love it. I love it. I was just in here earlier. I know. (laughs) I know, because you're established here. Like, since we had you on here, you're established on the network. You're doing your own thing with the – which you guys are killing it with that, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's – it, the vocal inflection is such a big thing with that, and I think it's so nice to have theater artists doing a podcast because they <laughs> understand that from the get-go. Right, so it's right. instead of like slogging through the first couple episodes where you're like, okay, they'll, they'll get their groove, they'll learn how to talk, you guys are like taking it and running it with yeah, it yeah. and speaking really fluently and properly and giving such a nice shout to the Ghost Light. So mm-hmm. congratulations on that to start thank you, off. Thank you, thank um, you. So to have one half of the... Ghostlight podcast on here. Yeah. It's DJ Swartz. <laughs> it's DJ Swartz. Um, but we just closed one of the most incredible shows I've been a part of in my entire life. 
and I just we we just sat at the ghost light and talked about it for two hours, and I'm ready to just keep going as far as getting through this. Um, Man, I kind of don't even know where to start. I have so many thoughts about this show. Yeah. But to give people some background, can you just explain um, for our listeners, because we do have, you know, kind of a different audience, even though we're on the same network. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What your vision for this show, like, at first was and uh, kind of how everything that just ended came about and how you came to form all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 11 years ago, we did the show Frankenstein, and, and my dad adapted it. He, mm-hmm. he adapted the from from the novel. It's a fantastic script. It's just one of the best scripts you'll you'll ever get your hands on. So I was stoked to direct it, but the the version that they had was like a, a monster movie, and I loved it. I loved it so much. I yes, mean, their their creature was over six feet tall. Uh, he towered over Victor, so that that was always stuck with me. It was always so cool to see, and initially i wanted to recreate that like okay that's such a great visual Mm -hmm. let's let's just keep going let's recreate that and my i worked on it for a year for for an entire year and my vision changed so much throughout that where i'm like like i I just reread the script a lot i'm like there's so much emotion here that i think we could do something really cool with Mm -hmm. so i i changed my idea and wanted some different actors for the the creature and um i i don't i don't know i just i I had so many different plans for it. Mm. And then auditions happen, and that's where you find out mm-hmm. what is actually going to come to life and what's not. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I I just I had the idea to have Dan and Ben come in and play the creature and Victor because they look alike, for those who, who don't know. Yes, yeah. They look very similar, <laughs> and they're both fantastic on stage. So... It was kind of a no-brainer, but I, it took a little bit to come to that. And once I realized that, I was with um, my dad at the theater who adapted it and directed it. And um, Amanda was there. Ryan was there. And it's just like it dawned on me. Like, oh, my God, what if we did had Dan and Ben? And so we contacted both of you. You auditioned. We did the whole thing. And I'm so glad. I don't know what it was. I am so glad and so thankful that that's how it ended. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It, I, it really felt like one of those things that was lined up to happen perfectly yeah. for, for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I agree because I it, it's it's kind of hard because I always I loved doing this show and this really was one of my favorites. But I always wish I could have seen it because oh, yeah. I I yeah. love doing it and acting in it. But I I just wish like how was the actual performance though? You know how would I feel if I was yeah sitting out there and um. I, I really – that was one of the things I kept thinking of was if we didn't audition, who would be playing who? Right. And it's just – I know, and that's something that I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. genuinely it's don't because like, once I thought of that, I'm like I I don't want to back away. Like I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. run towards that. So I I, I don't know. It, yeah. yeah. It, no it idea. Really... <laughs> I think things fell into place perfectly yeah, for yeah, how this went. I and from the beginning, from the read through, it just kind of felt right. It felt yeah. like a- everybody that was there was supposed to be there and was right for the parts that they were playing. Mm-hmm. And it, your dad had mentioned earlier that the story could be totally different. It could be yeah. what it was last time, where 
you know, Daniel's over six foot. He's he's gigantic. It's easy to tell he's the monster and he's mm-hmm. supposed to be like kind of that bad guy. But with this one, it relied way way more on character yeah. than appearances. And, like, seeing the different characteristics and the different, like, flaws and the whole development of everything. And I think everybody got that. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody really just loved the story and wanted to tell the story the right way. Yeah. For for this one specifically. Yeah, and we did get that right from read-through. I, I got that that vibe. Like, everyone was so excited. I felt, I felt like everyone came in. Because there are some, some decisions that, like, oh, really? Like, you made that. You, you put this person in this role. Yeah. There's a couple of them in this. So, like. I felt it when everyone first came in and they're all like, Oh, uh, like we'll test this. See, see what happens. And then after read through, I felt like, Oh, oh okay. Like I think, I think everyone's right. Catching yeah. on and, and getting it. And now, I mean, at the end, looking back at it, it's like, obviously, yeah, I, I made all the right decisions mm-hmm. because this thing was phenomenal. It was, it was so good. Yeah. That, that must be relieving at, uh, at read through sometimes to, to be able to just sit back and see the cast and feel like, yeah, yeah, I, I think I made the right decision here. You it's know? scary. It's definitely, oh, yeah. it's definitely 100%. horrifying because um, I know, like when you were cast, mm-hmm. there are a couple people who are like, oh, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. One more time, run that by me one more time, <laughs> and which is kind of what I wanted. Right, yeah, you get yeah. the curiosity. People are like, "Oh, I'm going to see this because mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe he'll be like really bad, and it'll be fun to watch." That. Oh, right, yeah, like a fun or, bad, or... or maybe he'll kill it, and he, you absolutely killed it. And I told oh, you so you. so many times that that one night, um, and they cheered for you every night, but it was just like mm-hmm. I was extra emotional this day, I guess. And you came out, and and a lot of cheering and a lot of woos and and all that, and I I got like teary eyed up there, and I came down and I, and I hugged you. I said, "You're yeah. you deserve that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every every ounce of that you deserve that because your transition, your the hard work that you put in, both of you. I mean, every time you guys came out and they started standing, I was like, they, you guys deserve that. Every every inch of that. Yeah, every Thank cast you. member deserved Thank it. But yeah, I I, I do agree with you though that I, Ben, your development like from ooh, the first time I saw you on stage ever when you were little to. When you were Huck to when you were Chance to when, like, you're you're just – you keep leveling up. Well, and, like, that's that's the only way I can describe it because you don't just wake up and become an expert at something. Right. No. But, but you are very visibly leveling up and learning exactly what it takes to be vulnerable – for one, because this was the most vulnerable you've ever been in yeah, any yeah, show yeah, that you've yeah. done. Yeah, 100%. It, vulnerability was a huge thing, and there, there's malleability, too, where you can, no matter who your scene partner is, you're going to give them the same energy and the same per, like respect that they're giving yeah. you. And there was so much of that. There was oh, so much of the, your thank scene you. with Vanessa was so beautiful. I loved yeah. that. That was a great scene to every do. night. And then, like today, the last two days, I heard you sobbing after you got beat, mm-hmm. and that that like that added a layer to him. Like yeah. as many layers as you were already giving to the creature, like this was this whole other mm-hmm. layer where you. You were just trying to make a human connection, exactly, yeah. and they wouldn't, they won't stop hurting you. Mm-hmm. And then Vanessa comes out and gives you a friend for the for as brief as it is, 
and it's such it's just such a beautiful interaction and mm. I, like and this isn't I don't mean this in an offensive way no, at all. Man. No, no. Five years ago, I don't know if you could have done that. No, yeah. Five years ago, I don't know if no, if yeah. you were at 100%. that point, but you constantly are pushing yourself to learn that and to be vulnerable and to put yourself in uncomfortable places. And now I feel like internally too, you know what you can bring to the table. Well, thank you. Right? Thank you. Kind of. I I know what I can bring to the table, but I always, I always strive for more. I I, I feel like I can bring this to the table, but what, else can I bring right. to that? I have to find something else each time. Which I knew going into it. And that's why I was, I was confident once I put it together, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be... And, and giving you notes, I loved because like we would we would work scenes mm-hmm. and like, all right, stop in the middle and all right, now try this. Do, do something like this. And you always took every note and like you, you would respond. You'd be like, oh, okay, what about that? What about this? And like mm-hmm. you always just wanted to be better. Always, mm. always. I, and, that, and, yeah. Then notes at the end, and, and you're just like sitting up front, like, all right, listening to everything I say, even if you didn't have a note that day. And it's like you're just always there, mm-hmm. just trying to, to feed off of everything. And mm-hmm. you you did. I mean, and and I I was so proud of you for, for everything you did in this. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And the people you proved wrong and the people you proved right. Right. Like, yeah. like me. Like I, I always say, like, you're one of my, my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I talked about this earlier. I'm like, Dan, I knew Dan was was gonna deliver as as Victor. I said, oh, 100%. I said when people saw that casting, they're like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. he's he's gonna tear the house down. Mm. And then they saw saw Ben as a creature. It's like that is so strange. Like, it's so yeah. different from from Dan Baker from last time. Oh, hundred percent. And it's so yeah. different from how you think of the creature. Mm-hmm. So it's like I love that where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, Dan Torres. And like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, Ben, and. <laughs> It blew everyone away who saw it. Mm. It was always the first thing people said, like, oh, my God, the Torres brothers. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> that, I know was, that was half the fun for me each night was and, – and we were talking a lot about this a, a little while ago when we were sitting and recapping. But they're expecting Monster, right? The audience yeah. is really yes. expecting uh, from what they've seen with Frankenstein in the past. They expect to see this giant hulking like, like the kind of a thing. And my favorite, one of my favorite parts of every night performing was after Amanda was done as my mother and and did the whole thing, I would hear you hit the chain for the first time against the Mm -hmm. wall. And then from the audience, I'd hear like a, oh, like a murmuring because they're like, here it comes. Here the creature Mm -hmm. comes. And my favorite thing to keep in my mind is I was like, they have no idea. Yeah. Because we're not just about to hit you with something. Like, we're not hitting you with a scare. We're not hitting you with this, like, this monster that's going to, like, awe you. We're hitting you with a human. Yeah. yeah. With, yeah. like, a human being with actual emotions who and who's so confused as to why they're alive right now. Yeah. And we're giving you uh, a, a doctor who's there's, – there's a very real trap. That you can fall in playing something like Victor or the creature, where you can play it good guy, you could play a bad guy, yeah, or right. you could play it human. Right. And in Night of the Living Dead, that was an important lesson that I got this year was 
we have an hour and a half with these people. We got to make them care about us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In right. that hour and a half, they, if if it's just another uh, group of people being terrorized <laughs> by zombies, it's not who, going to work. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But if we care mm-hmm. about the things that are on stage, and that's the thing the audience didn't expect. They didn't expect to care about yeah. you as much as they did. Yeah, I, I agree. To the point where I'm sure people were rooting for you by the end. I hope when so. I was freezing to death <laughs> on yeah, the yeah, iceberg. Well, yeah, that's what that's what Carla was saying when when she saw it. She's like, I, I was rooting for you, and I'm like, oh, but he's killing everyone. But yeah, I'm still rooting for him. <laughs> and she was like, so she said she was like confused. And mm-hmm. my my like ultimate hope is that by the end of the show, the audience is like fifty fifty as yeah. to who, as yeah. the, who they side it's with. Yeah, really, yeah. Well, that that was the intention I know from all of us. Like. Mm-hmm. They're both doing some real questionable things, but nothing's black and white. No. Exactly. Nothing's black and white. No. Nothing. But there is a lot of, like, for Victor, I had to very much, like, look at the facts of what he was doing. He blatantly ignores, like, every mentor or everybody he's ever – just blatantly is like, yeah, they think that, but I think this. So – my opinion's automatically better. Right. <laughs> because I'm God of my own world. Right. In my mind. I don't believe in a higher power because I think that I have control of everything. Uh, yeah. Right. But he doesn't. Right. My, before my, uh, uh, Amanda died, she said, Help your father take care of Mary and love Elizabeth. I say, Nah. I leave Henry to just keep an eye on my family. Tell Mary to watch over my dad. Leave Elizabeth. Yeah. And then I just, like, dip and go do that. I'm supposed to name every living thing. I don't, don't name you. Name right. Refuse. Ref- <laughs> not even, like, it, it's not even an unconscious thing. I blatantly yeah. Refuse, yeah, refuse to name you the entire time. Right. And it's because, you know, there's a lot of, con- like, confliction within it. Mm-hmm. But he's ignoring all the principles that he's That's getting. That's true. Yeah, 100%. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, Everything that was some um, that I was talking to your dad about during the uh, uh, cast party was um, I mentioned that there are certain times that I was learning with the creature. Like yeah. um, the scene I really noticed it in was um, my scene with Delisi. At one point, um, she you know I say, "What will your husband wear?" And she says, "Oh, my husband's dead." I'm like. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she's like, "Oh, that's okay. Death was a blessing, you know. Right. He was so old that death was a blessing." And at the end of that, I, I'm, you know, I'm noticing all these people are dying around me, this and that. And at the end, I'm like, "I, I can't die. You, yeah. you took that away from me. The one right. thing that you couldn't give me." You literally did the exact opposite. You gave me life, and now I I can't even die. Yeah, right. You know, and then just learning different things that that really make the creature realize have this whole um, epiphany at the end of it. You know, of like this is what life is. You know, yeah. and this is that this is why it's a good thing to die and. This is why you should name creatures and this is, you know, right. like different things. And, you know, even the even the everyone has a mate thing, you know, you know, he sees everything as a mate around him. Yeah. And, and it's like, it really is. It's like it's unfair that I can't. Why right. not? Right. You know, 
and and you give me like you give me a chance to stop all of it too. Oh where, yeah. Where you're like, I'll leave you alone. I just want someone to spend my life with. I want a companion that understands yeah. what I'm feeling. Yeah, and I really think— And I can't if, even give you that! Yeah, yeah, and I really think if Victor just followed through, that, the, yeah, the creature— I believe that, that, too. But then, like, I we were talking about this early on on our podcast, too, um, and Alex was like, well, yeah, Victor's just a jerk. Like, why, why is <laughs> yeah. he doing all this? But I was like, okay, well, uh, put yourself in, in Victor's shoes. Like, mm-hmm. this thing— this dead thing that you just stitched together comes walking down the stairs towards you. Yeah. I, I feel like running away is a good option. Mm -hmm. And then how can you trust that you make two of them and ship them off Mm -hmm. that they're not just going to cause havoc and take over the world. That's a very, so it's like, I I get Victor (laughs) a lot. He keeps making the wrong decisions, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I think everyone's like, loves the possibility of like, Oh, bringing someone back or doing something like that Mm -hmm. and becoming so like, infatuated with it and then it actually works you're like yeah. oh that's why actually, it doesn't that's why it's not supposed exactly, to happen exactly exactly actually conquering death yeah it's like oh Ooh, oh my maybe God. maybe i shouldn't have done that <laughs> exactly, i like the yeah. idea exactly. and then and then from there he's screwed but mm-hmm. yeah i i feel i feel for victor <laughs> people ask yeah. for people ask for god till the day he shows up yeah <laughs> and right? then they see him and they turn around and run away right yeah like that's exactly like it, it's it's such a there's so many layers to unpack oh, from yeah. this, right? That's the thing is I still feel like through this whole thing, I just keep unpacking more and more. Yep. And I think that's I, – I said that in the room when we were doing the cast party, but I think that's why it made this so successful because we were all pushed yep. to, like, keep learning, keep yes. growing, yes. keep yes. staying in the story. And that's the, the one night I had said um, – when we were rounding up and you said, I didn't want to have anything to add. I threw in, I was just like, just keep the story first yeah. because that's, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy to get lost in just the acting at this point and just remember uh, that we're, right. we're telling the story. And everybody was so committed to telling the story and telling the story the right way. Yeah. And it, yeah. it, it was just, it's so rare to see that many people be so uniform. Yeah. On one thing. Yeah. And that's. As a, as an actor, it's rare. As a director, it's rare. Like this is, we are just a part of something that's going to be really special for a really long time for this theater. Yeah, no, I I I think so too. And there were moments during shows where I just like try to like stop and just take it in and be like, okay, yeah, we have, you know, one more left. We have one more week left. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't want it to end. But the fact that it's ending is like, okay, it's it's more special. It's it's yeah. so much more special. Because now it's over. And we're never going to be back to this point mm-hmm. and, you know, never going to have the same cast, same music, mm-hmm. same everything. So it's it's crazy. But, like, I'll always cherish this show. This is one of the best yeah. I've, I've, I've ever been a part of. I was – I think I mentioned it when I was on the Ghost Lake podcast with you guys. But I had mentioned this was a very close role to my favorites. It, it has made one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. This was so much fun. And – Especially, like I said before, I get to play a villain, but he's also not a villain. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. it's tough because I'm doing all these bad guy things, but if you look at it from story perspective, they're all justified. Why right. I'm doing yeah. all certain things, you know, and it, it, it's just it is weird playing a a a bad guy that's not really supposed to be a bad guy, you know. Yeah. Which I guess. 
most bad guys aren't. But you know, they're the hero of their own story. Yeah. But but it, it was just it was interesting because I was like, I get to play a villain, but at the same time, he's like not really a villain. What did you find? And I'm sure you could go a million different ways with this as far as like the walk, the different things. But what did you find most challenging as far as doing this role? Most challenging? Being being soulless. Mm. Being completely to to have to understand because not not anyone, not everyone understands, you know, what it is to be human. But to have to. Forget how to be human, right? And forget to care, and forget all these things, and to have to try to act like I'm relearning it mm. on the spot. And there really, it, there's something there. It's it really because it's how do you have no soul in something? You know, because that's. Usually in my performances, that's the first thing I think of is I got to put my heart and soul in this show. Yeah. And the first thing I thought playing the creature was I could put my heart in it. I can't put my soul in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I, I, there's no way I have to be completely soulless. And, and that was definitely the hardest. But I, I think second hardest was pretending like I had to relearn how to walk. Yeah, I I think the hardest part was was trying to act soulless and to get to get across to people that I I'm not I'm not a human. I am a soulless creature, but just I was created by a human and really I'm made up of human parts. I am human, but not anymore. After what Victor did, no way. Human, There's you know? so many twists and, and turns of your character, and I think you did some really great character work throughout. Thank and you. And I I think it's it's your best role ever. I think so Thank too. You. And Thank this you. is going to be one that you're gonna you're gonna chase no matter what you do. Yeah. People are gonna be like, well, the time you played the creature, it it was that <laughs> special every night. It was That's that special. Great. I agree. Thank you. Uh, the moment you have me beaten down, I think the most in the show is when you tell me there is a soul. <laughs> uh, when I kill yeah. people, I see the soul yeah. because for the first time, I'm getting a perspective from someone who can tell me, yeah, who can act whether a soul is real or not because yeah. you've been dead before, mm-hmm. and right. you come back and you feel a difference. <laughs> yeah, you feel it, and that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. oh, a hundred percent. That's it terrifying, is. and I think that. Probably could have, like, I know this is so hindsight for us, too, to be saying this now. That could end a layer of, that that could add a layer of resentment to you, too, where it was just like, you have a soul and you did this to me and, like, you put a a bag over my head and Mm -hmm. stab me and, like, walk away from it and, like, make conscious decisions to abandon your family members Mm -hmm. and you deserve to have a soul and I don't. Right. Right, a hundred percent. Like, there's, there's very much mm-hmm. something, something to think about when it, it comes to that. Yeah, uh-huh. where it's like, what's so special about you that you do all this shit and you get to keep your soul? But I didn't ask for this, and I don't have one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think that's the, that's what I love about the creatures. He didn't ask for anything. No. It right. Has to be made. He didn't ask. He wants a friend, but 
he's not really asking for it. He's just reaching out for someone, and no, everyone turns him away. He asks for a mate. He gets his mate, then is immediately taken away from it. It's like, it, yeah, it, it really is like I don't get anything yeah. I want or even deserve. But it's like it's also like relatable on, on like even like the simplest note where it's like you're a kid who comes in and – it, whether it's like, oh, I'm getting bullied because I look different, you know, the girl right. screaming because of the flower, then you yes. get beat down, sure, or even just like, like, why is it fair that I'm going through all this in my life? Like, like if you know, people pray and, and talk to God, their creator, yes. and they're like, why am I going through this? Why am I? Why did you do this to me? Sort mm-hmm. of deal, and to see that like from from a religious standpoint um, is like, it, is, it was really powerful, whether you're religious or not, yeah. Um, if there is a, a higher being like that's to talk to, to talk straight to them and say, why did 100%. you do this to me? Yeah. It, every night it was, it was powerful. And I was like, wow, that's like, well, I don't know. What would you say if you're face to face with the person that created you? Not, not yeah. like your parents, but you no. Know, yeah. From yeah. whatever, whoever, I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was always so powerful. Like, wow, mm-hmm. that's face to face literally with the person who stitched you together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah, that, perhaps there will come a day where God will have to answer to me. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's Him. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I love. There really are certain parallels that I've I've noticed before, um, like that. Obviously, um, one of my something I noticed by the end, um, and I kind of wanted to see what your thoughts on it. Is the she creature alive by the end? Because I personally think she's dead, and yeah. that the creature just dragged her off. Yeah, I could imagine him just just dragging her out. Yeah, and and what what I think happened there because because my friend asked me about this, like, oh, why doesn't he just inject Take the, her. the yeah. creature Eggs. with yeah. with that same thing he injected her with? And you guys had to have different versions of this that mm-hmm. didn't work. Yeah. Or, or like so, like um, my always thought was always like, okay, this is just like a lesser version. Like she'll live; she'd probably collapse if you didn't pump her full of fluids eventually. Anyways, yeah, but um, just to like not, she was not complete, mm-hmm. and that's why it was able to work. Was like he put everything into you, everything. so like that's no true. matter what, this man, I I want this thing to to be alive. Yeah, so that that's how I always thought about it was was like that. So I yeah I I assume that she's dead. That would be mm-hmm. cool though. Like. See what she's up to. Maybe she's not yeah, dead. Yeah, maybe she's just. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a weird thing to think yeah. about with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I agree with that. I thought by the end of it, like Victor actually did kill my mate. Yeah, but he still couldn't kill me. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you'd let me. No matter what circumstances, you wouldn't let me get close to you with a syringe. You'd be like, "Hell no! Are you yeah. kidding me?" Yeah. So she was, was my only. Tied up at least. She, her mouth was stitched shut, so she couldn't even tell you what was going on if she wanted to right even if she knew and she was conscious of it right but um yeah it's it's there's so many angles that the story could take there's so yeah. many different ways that it could go from yeah. this point and there's, there's a visual um because you talk about uh parallels and foreshadowing earlier mm-hmm. um there's a visual one that i didn't realize and we never tested until i think opening night mm-hmm. was when you're with vanessa by the fire and the fire perfectly hit your face, and like you're you're pointed that way. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that is the coolest thing ever. And and it was right where your burns are, and it looked like your burns because it was moving and it was it was. 
So I always thought that was really cool. Like, ooh, that's cool. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, wink, wink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it a cool um, feeling as a direct? Well, I'm sure it's like a good feeling, but when you are at the point in the process where you're where we're at, like dress rehearsals and doing like full runs and like costume and lights. And you bring someone in um, like Carla to have that other opinion of it. How like validating is it for you when you see something like this and you're like, I really love it and I think we have something here. And then you get like those first couple opinions back yeah. that are like that are the same way or feel the same way. Is that like I know there's a level of validation for that for you, but that does that almost make it feel like for you, okay, this is going to succeed, like this is yeah. going to be good. Yeah, oh, for sure. I I was at the point where it's like I've seen it so many times. I'm picking out all the little things like, "Oh, I I wish this person would would just do this and this." Mm-hmm. And so many notes about everything and set-wise and all that. And then she comes in. I'm like, "It's not completely finished like there's so much still left to do mm-hmm. and she's like she was like floored mm-hmm. and i'm like oh yes like that was the feeling that i got a couple rehearsals in and then you just keep seeing it and working on it yeah. You're like, okay i gotta fix all this and then she said all all the great things she says like like um telling everyone like you're part of something special so mm-hmm. so be aware of that yeah that felt amazing and she she saw it three times and she'll still like say like I'm. She's so proud of it, and and that was huge. Yeah, for sure. That that feeling. was that was something I really uh, took note of this run. Is there were so many people that didn't just see it, but came back and saw it. Yes, again. yes, yes. And I think that stands out. You yeah. could have anybody that just comes to see a show once, and they're like, "Yeah, it's good." Mm-hmm. If it's that powerful enough that it's bringing you back so that you could see it again, yeah, mm-hmm. that's some, there's something to be said about that. Oh yeah, that's how I felt the first time I saw uh, Frankenstein. I was here at opening, mid weekend, closing. I was there for all three weekends because I thought it was such a well done show, and I thought yeah. it was so cool. And when you get that compliment where, like, people like Jenna and, like, Carla are coming back for uh, a second round. And Isabel's mom, who came damn near every night, yeah, if, every if not night. every night. Yeah. Every night. It, it's – that's awesome. It, it, that's it an is. awesome feeling to have. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Yeah, it 100%. is. And, and it, it – I knew it was special. And I, I told people beforehand, like, before I even had it cast, before I even – I'm like, this is going to be special. No matter what, because I'm I'm putting all this work and all my, my heart mm-hmm. into it, and then when I had the cast, I'm like, this, Dan, this is gonna be really special. Yeah, like you really don't want to miss this. So the people that did miss it, you really missed out. You missed you out. Missed out. 100% you missed out. Missed Talking out. to you, Eli, should have flown in from Virginia to come <laughs> see this. No, I'm just kidding, dude. Um, I think that having worked in a lot of the realms of theater now as an actor, like both the community amateur professional like everything like that man that's one thing people miss out on the most is they talk a lot of game about like oh people should come see my show people but there a lot of people miss what's right in front of their faces Mm -hmm. yeah for a lot of it and that's it's such an upsetting thing yeah because you know that when you're inviting people to shows, you're not trying to waste their time. Right, no, exactly. Yeah, That's not – public service announcement. If myself, Ben, DJ, or any other actor or theater performer is trying to come get you to see their show, it's not because they're self-promoting. They yeah. enjoy their show. They enjoy the product that they are putting out there. Yep. They stand by it and believe in it and believe you would too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't 
toss it off. Like, uh, yeah. it's just something that people mm-hmm. are obligated to invite you to. Take it seriously. Yeah. Please. Yeah. That's for anybody out there. Mm-hmm. Theater, movies. And if you have a friend that's, like, in arts or, like, does something specific, go support them. Just yeah. go support them. Yeah. It's There's unbelievable. so many people. And, like, I don't – and this is going to be bad but because <laughs> it's my company. Uh, right. I don't post a lot about the shows that I don't think are as good. Sure. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, cool. I'll come see this one. And I'm like, oh. Like our oh, wilderness, yeah. I didn't post about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. I, hate, I didn't. I know. Hate it. Historically, I know you yes. hated that show. I, yeah, I have. I have a huge hate for that show. And it's like <laughs> I didn't post about it because I exactly like I don't want to waste your time. All right. So like when I post about something and I don't shove stuff down people's throat, I shove this down people's throat because like I really wanted everybody to see this because I was proud of myself. I was proud of everybody on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, proud of my dad. Proud of ev- everyone. And I really wanted people to see that and, and be a part of it, too. And the people that did come out felt it. Yeah. Yes. And that yeah. was great. So yeah, I was like, you other people who saw it and I sent stuff to, um, I was like, damn, if only would have came out, like maybe yeah. you would have felt something special, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My uncle, who's very diehard musical, will die on a hill with like any musical that has called me after he saw the show last Sunday to say how much he loved it. Oh, that's like awesome. that's those are the thing. Like when I get compliments like that from people, from people who are like, "Yeah, this isn't normally like my realm." Matt, our producer yeah, here at the yeah. network, mm-hmm. came over and he was like, "I'm never missing a show yeah, here again." Father, he, he absolutely said, and that's if people like that are who you need in your like yeah. in your lives. People who are like. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. I'm going to support this. I'm down to ride. Right. My best friend was here for this. He's all – any show I've ever been in, he comes to see it. Yeah. like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to be there. Like yeah. it's – those are – it's that type of support that everybody needs to yeah. get, especially with Ghostlight. It's like this is a community theater right in your backyard in western New York that does quality productions, and you're like – you're going to pay a $100 a chase for a show. Mm-hmm. But you won't contribute fifteen dollars to your community, right? Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah, yeah, fifteen for a regular ticket or uh, sixty for the the season pass thing. Yeah, yeah, sixty dollars yeah. to see five shows, five different shows. Yeah, five different shows. Yeah, like that's outrageous. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. giving away shows, so like, <laughs> might as well be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I I love that, and I love that we do something different. So there's mm-hmm. something there is something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. It really it it's. I feel like there's a weird that I feel like this is transitioning to something a little bit, but um, it's so weird how there's a level of clout at some point to seeing people's shows, and it's like, and it's like, oh, I'm not gonna go see this unless they're like at this big point right now. So I. I'll use this as an example. This is probably the one part of any podcast I've ever done that'll go viral and get me banned in the theater oh, community. Uh, it's, it's not. I'm not even going to be naming names <laughs> in this specifically. Yeah, uh, but I have a friend right now. She's been on the show. She's on the fourth episode I've ever done on this podcast. Very good friend, like very close with, who's touring in uh, the national production of Hades Town right now, wow. and it's in Buffalo. So I, I got to see her yesterday, and it was like. I was so – it was fantastic to see her up there. I was so proud of her. I couldn't believe that, like, 
my friend, someone who I've done shows with in the past, right. is like standing on the Shay stage with this incredible cast, right? The amount of people that are tagging her and stuff in Instagram, like on their stories or on their posts and like things like that, you would think that they all have supported her yeah. for her entire career. Mm. Her entire, like, tagging her this, oh, here for this, here for this person, here's for this, here's for that. Yikes. Here for, like, oh, can't wait to see this. Her handle, like, tagged down in yep. the corner yep. somewhere yeah. like that. And it's like, you're coming here because, maybe because you want to see the show, but also because she's here, you have a little bit of connection for her. Yeah. And you want yeah. that clout to let her know, oh, I was here. That's true. Like, come on. Where were you for the non-paying and gigs? Where yeah, were you for exactly. the non-paying gigs? Where were you for all the other, like, and there are, don't get me wrong, there are tons of people who are posting where I'm like, yeah, I've seen you do shows with her before. You, right. you which deserve to be absolutely proud. But then there's, like, the other stuff where I'm like, dude. Like, on, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like they've never seen you in anything else. Then they see you do one big-time thing, and it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I know him, yeah. He's my yeah. best friend. Yeah. I, I yeah, even, yeah, he's my best friend. I even I posted something on uh, one of my stories today, and it was a, uh, a picture of her and I from my wedding. Um, and it was just like, I didn't tag her in it or anything, but I was just like, I just added, I was like, I'm still beaming all day because I'm so proud of my sister. And like, and it was one of those things to just be like, yeah, I can post without tagging her yeah. and shit. Like, I can yeah. prove that I know her without, like, saying this. And also, she was saying at my wedding, her. so I, I, right. really, yeah. I really I know really her. And that's, like, the other thing. Like, you scroll down on her Instagram, like, where are they? Like, me and my wife are there. Like, that's right. The, right. like yeah. that type of thing. But the support that people will give you for something like that, based on when you post in your hometown every day, like, I'm here. Come see these shows. I'm here. Come do this. It, it it's mind blowing. Yeah, you don't have to travel far at all to see these quality productions. Yeah, yeah, I know. And yeah, and then know. people like when you do something like that, then people want to be on yeah. the coattails and be like, "Oh yeah, I've mm. always supported." You know, you haven't. Yeah, right. No, you haven't. I had no. that for Tom Sawyer. Um, I I was like, "Oh my!" And it's like this is my my first lead role. Oh yeah, yeah. I told all my family like, "Can you guys please?" come and see it like i'm so proud i'm so excited to be in this this lead role mm-hmm. and my uncle who saw everything at the time uh didn't see it he didn't what? see it hmm. i mean he lives here he wasn't he was free i know he was Loser. free. and um i just remember crying and and julie was there and like and hugging her and just being like i was devastated like, yeah you're, you're right there yeah you're, you're at you're a stone throw away from here and you didn't come see that. Mm-hmm. And and there's so many times where, where you can get like that. And there's so many of my family members who didn't see Frankenstein. Yeah. And I'm posting about it. I'm like, I'm so proud of this. And so many people that I love and, and who are in the theater, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to see it. Like, I know you saw it. Facebook's blown right, up with yeah. it. Right. I said, no, it's not getting yeah. lost in the algorithm. Yeah, like, there are no. too many people posting about it for it to not be. And I get, like, I'm, you could have been busy all for it and that's that's fine mm-hmm. but it's just um but what are the, really the chances of that yeah and and why wouldn't you reach out right to like yeah and, and that's something ben and i got a message today from Catherine quattrini who um or Catherine uh marciano is that her married name married, is now name. but she um it, she sent us this big message and she was like I am so sorry. I wanted to come see this so bad. I was going to come last Thursday, but this came up. I was going to come up this day, but this came up and someone got sick and like this. And like, 
sent us this big long message saying, "I love you. I love you guys, and I know you guys did so good." That's that's all I need. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. If you just send me something yeah, that you're you like, "Hey, happy closing, happy doing this." Like, I'm really sorry I couldn't be there, but like, mm-hmm. I hope you know I'm supporting you from afar. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. all I need. Acknowledge yeah. that you know that I'm doing something. Yeah, it's th- there's a very um, there's a very strange thing in theater that it, only theater artists have a commonality over, and it's that nobody. It feels like nobody understands what you do, yeah. <laughs> unless yeah, yeah. like they've been living with you for a while while you do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, other than that, people are like, "Oh, so like you do this?" Like I still have people who would be like, "Oh, you get paid for it." I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I went to school for." <laughs> right? Like, do right. you get paid for being a lawyer? Yeah. Or do you do it for free? <laughs> right. <laughs> who Who would do their profession for like? Right. It 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 doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's so strange when those – even our dad. Mm-hmm. So our dad, um, a few weeks ago, we were talking about uh, Frankenstein and coming to see the end of the show. And I said something to him where I was like – I was like, yeah, I, I can't I can't wait for you to see this. And he doesn't like the story of Frankenstein. So he said – he was like in that moment. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to see this one. But, uh, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm supporting you from this. And for a second I kind of looked and I was like, you know – like me and Ben are both in this one. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to come see this for but that you reason. Are but like the show. No, we're yeah. in it. Yeah, we're over like in it in it. But too. Yeah. um so that but that was the last thing I had touched base with him on and then Friday I knew my mom was going to be there uh and we we go out for bows and I take my bow and I look up and there's my mom and dad and my brother yeah. standing all out there. And the first yeah, thing I said to my dad was I was like you came. And he and he was like yeah, I wasn't going to miss this. So it was like it, it's almost like he said it, and then he was like, "What the hell was I saying? I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna miss this for my." Right. And I feel like any family member like that, if you have someone in the arts like that, you should have that same attitude oh, towards for sure. them for sure. Like, come on! Like, I yeah, couldn't and- imagine uh, one of my my cousins or, or my brothers. I'm like, all my siblings came, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and my mom, obviously. Like, if any of them were in a show or. Or, you know, had a big football game or something. Oh, or something yeah. that they're super yeah. passionate about and super proud of. I, I'd be there. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, I'd be there twice. Just because, like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's so cool when, when like, you find something. Oh, yeah. Everyone's just kind of lost, kind of looking for something mm-hmm. to do. We all found something that we, we, found we really love. Yeah. It's like, support. Support that. Yeah. I know. Support that. 100%. And I find in though, like, it doesn't have to be a show. In those big moments... I find that the people that usually don't go are the ones that went, I should have been. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah. they're the ones always regretting it and going like, I should have been there. You know, like and this I one they definitely should this. regret. A hundred percent. I hope A you regret hundred, I really, I, yeah, I really hope you regret not seeing this because you, everyone that didn't see this, you really missed out. A hundred percent. Just out of pure curiosity, I would have seen it because like, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Me directing something this big is like, mm-hmm. like, what is he going to do with it? Sort of deal. Like, well, he, he hasn't really like proven himself like mm-hmm. immensely yet. Like, he, he's done some stuff. Like for that, to see you as a creature, to see mm-hmm. the different cast members, oh, all these new people. What's what's this going to be? Mm-hmm. It, it could be a train wreck. It could be amazing. It could be whatever. Yeah. Out of pure curiosity, you could have seen it, or pure love for the theater or the people 
in the building or, mm-hmm. or reaching out, like you said. I, I love that that Catherine reached out. I yeah, didn't, I yeah, didn't hear that. Did. Yeah, I it happened right before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was I I still have to respond to her too because I wanted to type something because she was saying something about. Um, like a theater-related anxiety that I related to, and I want to <laughs> message her back privately after and be like, girl, like, <laughs> totally understand. Um, but, yeah, just those little things to acknowledge, just acknowledge it for, for that part, yeah. at, at least. And that, you know what, feedback-wise, that's one of the really cool things about this show is I, I heard from, if I knew somebody in the audience, I pretty much heard from them yeah, the yeah. the entire time for, yes. like, Good, bad, ugly, like anything like that. Your mom reached out to me after um, she saw the show last Sunday. Uh, Emily, I got to see. Um, Rose, I've gotten to like talk to like here and there a little bit. Your uncle Jesse sent me a text. He asked me for your number. Yeah. Yeah. He sent me a text that I woke up to on Monday morning. I was like, holy crap. Like, and he... And that's always been one of the opinion, the opinions that's meant the most to me. I didn't right. even know he was there that yeah. day. Right. But the fact that he reached out and was just like, I used to message you through this. I'm not on here anymore. Fantastic job. Like, sense, like stuff like that. It That was cool. Yeah. To, to have people see that and then specifically feel the need to reach out. The the story you told about VJ running to you yeah, running after to the show that. was done and being like, I can't believe you did this. That's that feels better than anything That's, possibly could. And yeah, it, the craziest high you could ever get. Oh yeah, and, and we we're not talking about like oh he was doing a light jog. He was running like the building was on fire, and, and yeah, and I guess he rushed up to Gigi and just went, "This is incredible," you know. And, and Daniel awesome. coming up, who played the creature the first time, coming up yes. at intermission, mm-hmm. finding me at the, the soundboard, and just saying like, "I, I can't believe, I can't believe and, this." In in a way, I was, I, I don't stress too much about opinions, but I, I was really wondering what he was gonna think. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. because it was one, impo- it was hard not last. to. It was hard yeah, exactly. not to. Exactly. Yeah, like he played the creature last time, and and this was such a different take. Oh yeah, for yeah. for how the creature is done. So I was really wondering if he was gonna be like. Yeah, like you were good, but I was better. You know, so I, I know he wouldn't say that, but like I never would. Something but there, like but that. there could be a but, level of resentment, right? There yeah. could be like a level of yeah. like, yeah, or or even you know, I was, I, I was even maybe expecting him to go, you know, this was great, this was great, but I would work on this or do right, this different right. or this, but like just to. To see him and for him to be like that, that was amazing. And that was completely different from what I had. And to, for him to have nothing for me, to be like, you know, watch out for this is great. Because I, I, I mentioned it on our podcast. I, I try not to take advice and make everything my own. Yeah. But I also do like looking for, you know, if oh, yeah, someone yeah. has something that's going to help me out, I'm yeah. absolutely, you know, I'm going to take it. But for him to have nothing for me to be like, and just for him to be like, you did great. That was just that was exciting. Yeah, because you know? yeah. that's that's the old creature, you know. Like, yeah, no, the, <laughs> to hear his approval of it was the um, feedback has been insane. It it was just I've never been a part of something like that. That's just yeah. like the audience is 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 floored. Mm-hmm. and it was so different because like all through the night you kind of expect that because mm-hmm. the the stories. Yeah. 
beautiful and it's so yeah, and so like so that's always great but like this was so different and people were like that like i like speechless after mm-hmm. like genuinely like yeah. hold on let me like <laughs> collect my <laughs> thoughts and then i'll get back to you on that yeah, exactly like, like wow. what exactly mm. do i want to say yeah. Here? yeah yeah i don't actually know how many people are familiar with like the traditional uh, storytelling of Frankenstein though like the traditional story Mm -hmm. so I think that's part of it too is like that like hearing it actually be told like that kind of blew their minds like oh this is a more human perspective on this thing that's just been portrayed in monster movies right right yeah Yeah. it it was a great feeling it it really is and and I would say I was even thinking about this a little bit because it Frankenstein it, it is a monster movie right but in the end, all he is creating is just a human. Right. He's not trying to create a monster. He's just like, okay, I'm going to create this human. He accidentally makes a pretty fucked up looking human. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> Why is that he was, green? Yeah, yeah, he's all green. What did I do wrong? No. <laughs> oh, man. It's the food coloring. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, you know, he's trying to make a human, and then, yeah, he makes this green abomination. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, oh, it's but... A couple of miscellaneous, like, scenes that I absolutely love throughout yeah. all this. Um, uh, my, my wife, it came, and said that uh, when I asked her after I was like did anything like really stand out uh sure she, she and I both kind of agreed on this that uh the jail scene with Justine affected her like the most yeah out of oh, out of nice. everything like that yeah. and that's a weird one when I was up there too because I was always like is this playing natural is this because you do something so many times after a while yeah. you're just like you you don't know how to think about it in the first time sense right. anymore right but um I'm so happy that that was reading because Erica did such a wonderful job during. I thought her Justine was great. She was great. Uh, and, and I thought she did a, such a good job of conveying like, yeah, I've accepted my fate. I'm just going to go out and do this, even though I know that that yeah. I'm not I, I'm innocent. I'm the only yeah. one. And maybe Victor, because he knows more than any of us do about this. Right. Um, but. That again, that's another scene that could be played totally awash and yeah, like yeah, yeah. just be done. And she found the levels of it so nicely. She, yeah, throughout that. Yeah, that's one of my, my favorite scenes from it because it's so raw and it's so emotional. And you playing like, shit, I did this. I, yeah. and, and you saw that on your face and you saw her accepting and her being strong still. And it, it, it was so emotional every night it hit mm-hmm. and the music I loved. We found out autumn and I found out where to bring the music in so that at once it went black, then it'd get to like the big part of the music. And mm-hmm. it was just like, Oh shit, like this is, this yeah, is heavy. The, the soundtrack was incredible. Mm-hmm. The music was just, yeah, I think everything blended. So I think stylistically it looked between the music, the stage, the, looks, the sounds, music, everything. It was just, it, it flowed really, so well. Yeah, the so, music so well. really just tied it all together. And it was kind of like your dad was saying earlier. It really was, this was a movie put into theater form. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was done brilliantly. Um I did have a question, so kind of similar to Dan's question, but was there any 
I guess my question is, was there any small moments or anything that you thought really stood out but wasn't really talked about at all? Anything like that? Oh, that's tough. So if you guys don't have one, the only – the biggest one I thought of, which I tried to make kind of like a cool moment every night, was the um, hide-and-go-seek scene where I come up behind Justine and it looks like I'm going to kill her. Then, you know, I drop the rocket and everything. But when I walk away – and I take my hood off. It's not necessarily that moment, but it's – I tried playing it where as soon as she uncovered her eyes and goes 100, I'm still there. Yeah, And yeah. she has the chance that any moment to be like, who's this person here? But then I'm gone, you know? No, yeah, it's okay. Just... So I did love that, and I picked up on it, and I, I loved seeing where you'd end up every night. Mm-hmm. And – um, what they did last time is they had the, 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 the sheets hanging down like we do in the back. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And the Cape blends so well with them and the movement of it mm-hmm. that, um, uh, so you'd be right there and then yeah, she'd say a hundred and then you, you like went through it and the, f- those would flow, your Cape would flow and you oh, got lost in it. Yeah. yeah. It was a very cool moment. And another I loved was, um, when you tie Victor to the, the tree um, when you're hiding there, you blend in. Like, oh you, yeah. yeah, you lost. I him. loved hearing the audience yes. reaction to that yeah. all the time. because I'd forget. Like, I'd I'd be doing this, and I'd look up, and I'm like, oh, what's moving there? I'm like, oh my god, right, it's, right, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot this scene. Um, and then and then you come out. That was always like they would gasp wow. so hard. Like you'd always get a couple of people with that. That that was cool. As soon as I raised my head, I would hear. A yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, they actually didn't see me get in place. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ryan and Callum for making that whole world 100%. run as smooth as it did. They were yeah. great. Man, it, they, they were, were involved great. with, we had what, like 40 scenes throughout this whole thing that we had to shuffle yeah. through. And yeah. Ryan and Callum and uh, others that were involved in some of the scene changes were so good about moving the show along so quickly and getting that done mm-hmm. as fast as possible and as seamlessly as possible. And I don't think people appreciate enough how much no. work that takes. Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. thank God you have that solid base for, like, not only this show, but all your shows, yeah. you have those guys. Mm-hmm. No, so it was – it was, and that started in, in uh, uh, Nosferatu. We, I had them – it was Ryan and Mustafa – and they, uh, yeah. they pretty much did that, but with that show. But it's a lot less uh, moving and changing stuff. Where this is like every scene, there's a scene change. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I tried to keep that in mind when I was designing the set. Like, let's just have everything slide on, slide off, be as quick as possible. Yeah. And then I just toss it at Ryan. Like, okay, you have to do this, 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 and this. I don't care who does it, how you do it, figure it out. And he did. He figured it out. And he had he had it written down. He had a list. Mm-hmm. He really took it and ran. And I appreciate that. <laughs> so yeah, much. yeah. Ooh, shout out to Ryan. We need people like that in yeah. the theater. Like, oh, yeah. so that you just tell them one thing, and you're just like, oh, okay, ball rolling. Got yeah. that. Got that. And it going. gets exhausting directing a show. Yeah, and then designing the lights and designing the set, and then trying to figure out the sound. So then, like, 
it, it's it's the same with with Isabel doing the makeup, mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, now I gotta she try to figure, out, yeah, what figure to out what to do that. with the makeup. Yeah, and she's like, I'll do it, please. I yeah, oh, that yeah. would be the biggest <laughs> help ever. And then so she did the makeup, Ryan did all the scene changes, and and Chris with the special effects. Yes, all that stuff was mm-hmm. so helpful, and that painting and Callum helping it at crew we would just spend weeknights there mm-hmm. and all that stuff just took a load off because like I was doing a lot and it got it got oh, really yeah. exhausting real quick oh, yeah. yeah yeah absolutely that I mean directing the show changing the lights it gets you burn out coming, so quick yeah coming up with the set which yeah. was I think I, I I don't think I've said that enough the set was amazing I mean Holy fuck. I mean, there's – you have a house. You have the outdoors. You have separate little apartments and stuff. And I don't think people realize that it it's one stage. Right. It's one stage. Yeah. And you got to – and you have to make individual rooms and and to make the outdoors feel like outdoors. Yeah. And, and to make an iceberg feel like an iceberg, you know, all these different things that were just so amazing. I, I meant to say that to you the other day because the set was just so well done. And I saw how long you've been working on that yeah. set too. So to see that vision come to life and how how great that was was just awesome. And, I, I even saw, you know, you would sketch it in your book, and it would change a couple times. Yeah. It would be like, yeah. okay, this can't work here, so let's try here. And it's like, yeah, to see how much work you put into that set was just, it was really amazing. Thank yeah, you. Really, really Thank was. Thank you. Of course. Isabel was awesome, too. That That's like another thing. Some of the rookies we had in the show, like yeah. not even not even rookies to acting, but rookies no, to the no, ghost, yeah, yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah, the company. Where they came in, and they just were like, what do you need me to do? Okay, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Like I love that. I love that Erica found her way here because I there's there's a funny story where my first uh theater related class as a major at Buff State was my stage combat one class and she was in that class. She was in my unarmed class. And in that first class I said, um I was like I was a history major. I've done community theater all my life, and I've always done all sorts of theater. I just switched to being a theater major last semester. This is my first class. Here I am. And one of the first days we were here during rehearsal, she was like, this was the theater you were talking about. And I was like, yeah. Like, this is it. And now she, like, after all these years, she found her way here. Yeah. Mm And even when when I was saying goodbye to her tonight, I was like, like, I'm sure I'm going to, you know, run into you again soon. She's like, no. She's like, I... I'm going to be around this theater for a really long time. So, like, that was really cool for me. Yeah. Where I'm like, cool. Like, all these people are finding their way here. These good people yeah. that will. So, so talented. So and, oh, good. Yeah. And the amount really. of new ones that, that we had in the show. It was Sean, it was his second show. Erica's <laughs> second show Great. with us. Show. Isabel's first show with mm-hmm. us. Nat's mm-hmm. first show with yeah, us. Yeah, Nat's first show. Um, Rick's first show with us. Rick's Bob's show, first yeah. show with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Callum's third show. But it's only his third show? Yeah. God damn. Isn't this, yeah, isn't his third show? I thought it was the second. Uh, he was a zombie, and then... Oh, zombie, zombie. Um, yep. He was in All Through the Night. Yeah, he was So a speaking the role, this is his second speaking role. Wow. This is his second he's, Yeah, he's very talented. He's I, very I'm excited talented. to see where he I love goes working with him. As an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's just fun. He's fun, and he's ready to do anything. Yes. We always have a wave. And I think that'll be a a thing in all of our shows that we do, where 
in Night of the Living Dead, uh, when I went to like rebuild all the boards oh, yeah, and yeah, board yeah. up all the windows, this. I would come into the hallway and he'd be at the bottom of the stairs and he'd be <laughs> waving at me, <laughs> yeah. right? So every time I finished doing the funeral scene with your dad, Ryan and Callum were always in uh, the upstairs wing because they had to move the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> So it'd be the funniest dynamic because I'm in such this intense scene and I look at your dad and I go, perhaps there will come a day where God will have to answer to me. And then I storm off and immediately when I go <laughs> through that little passage, there's Ryan and Caleb both going, hi, and like waving to me. And I like wave right back and then run to go get my suitcase as I do that. So I think, Callum, if you're listening, a wave has to be a thing in every show we do in the future from now on. That's funny. Like we, I, I remember that. We... we because he's in my zombie group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would always just wave. I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> shut up. He, yeah. He'd always wave. And I, and I would wave back. And I was like, Hi! <laughs> He's our meat, dude. You don't wave to our, our prey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a conflict of interest yeah, when you come to those things. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see me waving to you when um, when you're taken to Mary's death place? No. Yeah, so right right when the <laughs> I whisper, saw it a few times. Yeah, right right when the whisper is there, um you know, you you say like, Henry, I need a minute. Sometimes I would try to make a face or something and be like, Hi, or oh try to wait you. Just, I'm just so glad I never saw off. that. Yeah, I'm so glad I never saw that. Well there's a point when you're like, I thought I killed you and I could see him from the booth. This was a rehearsal <laughs> or like the first show. And he just starts shaking his head. He's like, no, no, no. You stop. Shake asshole. Like, if, if an audience member just catches him, he's just chilling down there. Like, <laughs> yeah, like looks like he's yeah. in a recliner saying his lines. Now, <laughs> now I finally understand how your dad and Jesse feel on stage when yeah. they, like, do stuff together. <laughs> because there would be – I remember specifically during final notice – your dad, when he was playing uh, Detective Titwell, would he would do, sometimes he would do these choices, and it was specifically just because he knew he could break Jesse. Yeah, oh yeah. No one else on stage would be laughing. Yeah, and your uncle Jesse would be turning away with his face red because he was yeah. like trying to stifle. <laughs> just like the stupidest little things, and now I'm working with him, and I'm like. Yeah, I could totally see, like, if we were doing a comedy together, we would absolutely be doing stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And yeah. and that's why, that's one of the reasons it's so, so damn <sighs> hard for me to act with DJ or Ryan. Because we, <laughs> the scene could be perfectly fine, script's perfect, but then me, DJ, and Ryan will find some sort of stupid joke in the script or something. Always. Absolutely. Then, are gonna be struggling not to laugh on stage with each other, and it's uh, the the importance stuff, of being earnest. Uh, one of my favorite, like, other than the cut story I told on your podcast, <laughs> one of my favorite stories to ever come out of that was my friend Jesse, who uh, I went to Buff State with, who I worked down the street at Budways with before we even got to college. Now, he was earnest, right? Wasn't he? He was Jack. So there's no at- yes. So he was earnest because yeah. it technically was like his birth. I fucking love that show so much. <laughs> um, but it technically was his birth uh, name. But he was Jack and I was Algae in that. So we were okay. playing like opposite of each yes. other. Like in a good way. We were friends, but we were also like beefing through it. 
So <laughs> there's a point where I'm pretending to be earnest, mm-hmm. and I come in, and he sees it's me, and he's immediately pissed off because oh, he knows what I'm doing. I know. So um, we're told to shake hands. To like be or like I offer my hand. I'm like I I'd like to shake, and then like he won't take it. Then he gets guilted into taking it. So we get trapped in this handshake yeah. where we're both just gripping each other as hard <laughs> as we can. And like, so the <laughs> the one night, so we're always like making faces at each other yeah. and doing stuff. But this particular night, we're doing stuff with our tongues. We're doing like this weird like <laughs> like everyone like our face are intense, and then like every once in a while, like one of us one of us would like lick our lips and then like <laughs> look back or whatever. <laughs> And we're getting to the point where there's like 10 seconds left in this handshake. And all of a sudden, Jesse, who's normally the one that can keep it together, starts smiling this huge-ass smile. And I just looked him in the eyes like, don't. Don't you do this right now. Don't do it. (laughs) And it was so bad that we both had to – we released the shake, and we always did like a breath like we were trying to like recover from the pain we were doing to each other. But we both took the breath. And we both just quickly turned our backs to the audiences, just breathed out, and then just turned back to each oh, other. God, that's <laughs> hilarious. So, like, but that camaraderie is so important. We were we were talking about um, uh, Tom Sawyer and Birds of Stay earlier, and one of the reasons yes. that both those shows were so successful is because the chemistry within you guys was already there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and oh, you yeah. were able to just uh, play, and that was one of the reasons I found I was so successful in this show. And Ben said the same thing is because we know each other's limits. Yeah. We've hit each other in the face multiple times oh, yeah. before. So we know when we push each other yeah. too far. <laughs> like, we know that that's, that's a thing that's been our entire lives. Mm-hmm. So knowing that we could push the limits with each other. Yeah. yeah. And have no consequences for it, other than maybe a conversation off stage where we're like, eh, did that feel yeah, right that, today? Yeah, did that feel yeah. right? Or, yeah. But even... Um, I called him out. I think he would walked away when I called him out on it. But last night he was effing with me so <laughs> much when I was tied to the tree. Like he was just doing these little things that he was just being so in my face and so yeah. that I knew he was trying to get under my I just knew it. Yeah. And even when I brought him up to it, it up to him earlier, he gave me this like started giggling. The he gave me this giggle and this slight baby nod, like, <laughs> Yeah, I knew what I was doing to you. Um but he 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 did it so much that he comes up to me during that line where he goes, will you look me in the face this time or will you put a sack over my head? And he got so close to me. I noticed. I noticed. He got so close. close. But then if you notice, I went nose to nose with him on the next, like literally to the point where if we were to, in, like half an inch away from me, we would have kissed. Yeah. Like that's how close our faces were. Sleepover. And I literally, <laughs> I just got right in his face and said, untie me and I'll show you. And I even told Ben that after the lights went down, I took my thing off and I was like, ooh, I'm going to hit him. Like yeah. I just felt that rage like, oh, yeah. he just had me. He knew I was powerless and he had yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a beautiful thing. It yeah. really is. Yep. There's always that moment in that scene where, where he would say, I know how you think. And then it looked like he hit your head hard every night. I'm like, if that wasn't his brother, <laughs> I mean, you're going to beat his ass regardless. But I'm saying, <laughs> if you did that to just like a normal, just a normal actor. Oh, and, and oh, yeah. oh yeah. They'd be Screw like, it. what are you doing to me? 
It, you exactly. can't pound like, me in the skull doing? like yeah. that. So like like brothers, like every night it looks so hard. I'm like, you're gonna knock him so out cool. on stage. <laughs> if and like if he did that, like if if Mike did that to me, my brother, mm-hmm. oh, I'd go backstage. <laughs> I'd whoop him and say, all right, do it again tomorrow, and then yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, whoop you again. Well, one of the things I always think about is, um, you know, on camera, actors stand like. It doesn't seem like they're standing close to each other, but they're actually super uncomfortably close they to each other. They talk one about another. that on the Sunny podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. they mentioned yeah, yeah, they mentioned I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, he's a hundred percent right. So if I'm too close, it's a little uncomfortable. It's yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And so once I realized that I was like, I gotta And you have the power oh, in that gotta, moment, so why not? Yeah. Exactly. No, it was awesome. I have the power yeah. to do it. I you know. I got to go for that 100%. Yeah. Um, but I felt like this was the right way to just kind of recap this a little bit as far as yeah, the show. Yeah, no, I love this. This is awesome. Man. There's, there's really, there's so much more I could say. It, it, It's not even like I have the stuff to talk about. It's just, it, it would have to, there's some, you know, stuff buried in my mind somewhere that it's like I can talk for hours about. Well, and you show. guys just did a marathon, so like, <laughs> for sure, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's so much like we could talk forever, and, and we're, we we're going to be unpacking this on here for weeks. I'm sure that we're going to be in conversation. I'm going to just bring something up, like you know when we did this and like the like this scene or you whatever. Remember, yeah, you remember that day. <laughs> um, but I do have. I, I do want to say this for the record on here um, as far as just what this show means to me. First of all, I said this in the Ghostlight Basement. This was – I've done 20 – this was my 20th show with the Ghostlight That's Theater. That's wild. Which is insane to me that since yeah. 2006 I've done 20 shows. And that doesn't even include – that's all the main stage ones. It's not acting classes. It's not small things I did. It's right. It's like the main stage ones. By far and away the best one I've done. Here is Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. It's and Noodles is a close second, and I had said that on yours, but Frankenstein yeah. by far like is number one for me. Um, where I I told you you leveled up before. I feel like mm-hmm. in this week in particular, I don't even know if it's a level up, but I I feel a growth mm-hmm. where yeah. I feel like. I feel like everything down to my day job is going to change within the next three months. Like, I I very much believe that. And then the last thing I'll say that I have extreme confidence on with with this show is I've I've had a select few people that have been, like, my favorite scene partners for years. There's Jesse Tieber... There's Alejandro Gomez, mm-hmm. and then there's you. Aww. And it's by far and away. Yeah. Like, it, it's I, – I knew you were going to be easy to work with, but if I knew how easy yeah. it was yeah. to just play off of you, I would have been dragging you to every show I've auditioned for for years. <laughs> for years. It's just uh, I had – I. I just kept thinking to myself, why didn't this happen sooner? I know. You know we, it, absolutely. It's just, <clears throat> but it, it was it was just easy, and we felt yeah. each other leveling, uh, leveling up and, uh, like, off of each other. And then if even if before shows, if one of us was in a bad headspace, the other one took them out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we centered each other. 
crazy. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you need. Like Alejandro, the one day I remember, I was having a bad day before a show, and he was like, you okay, bro? I was like, yeah, I just need to collect myself before this. And he was like, hurt. And he left me alone, mm. like, all the way until the show started. And he just knew. He was like, he's like, he's going to be up there. He's going to do his thing when he yeah. gets on stage. This is me. I wasn't even trying to do an Alejandro impression, yeah, and that's how, like, distinct his voice is, <laughs> that he could just be like, you know, I could be yeah. talking in my regular voice, and I would know. But, like... that's one Jesse would do that to me where he would center me a lot and we would center each other and laugh a lot off stage Mm -hmm. and you did the same so this this is special to me for multiple reasons and I I just gotta say I I 100% agree that you leveled up but thank you at the same time you you did level up but in my opinion you also never needed to Am I so? I I think it's oh I think it's always a good thing, but like, and and I'm I'm not I would never critique your directing, but but when we got cast as our roles, I was just I was wondering why did DJ want Dan to play Victor? That that was what I was wondering the whole time, and as soon as we got to the read through. And I kid you not, as soon as you started reading for Victor, just the whatever the first line was, the first thing I thought to myself was, that's why. Yeah, the, that's, that's why. I, and I, you just, you had it from the start. And then ever since then, you leveled up upon that. You didn't have to, but you leveled up from that. And I've. And that was just amazing. And and yeah, that that was really the first thing I I said was that's why. I'm trying to I'm going to try to say this without sounding cocky or overconfident. <laughs> no, yeah. This is my place in Ghostlight history. Right here. Yeah. Okay. And it took 20 shows. <laughs> and I think there's some stuff before this that I could can consider to be on that list mm-hmm. of like things but it it this this show is very weird to me for a lot of reasons yeah because i'm so used to when i was growing up seeing Jesse seeing Don seeing Debbie seeing Joanne seeing Paul McGinnis seeing Vanessa seeing all those people and being like these are the stock people at yeah. like ghost like these are the people that as like a younger actor growing up that like you you would look to mm-hmm. this show was some of those people supporting me and I still feel like I'm in that clueless cactus syndrome <laughs> where I'm just like did I grow out of this like what the hell is that? Like the, the, it, it, it still feels like I'm living like this imposter part. But then being able to do this marathon every single night, it, it I felt something change. Yeah, and I was like, "This is like I I've achieved my place here. Yeah, yeah. This was my place." Yeah. And, and that really is not. And it's exactly like you said. And you kind of for me anyway. I I see them as like my theater parents. I see Don as like I it, it sounds dumb, but like 
I, I strive to make them proud. You Constantly. Like, you're like him, your mom, uh, you know, Aunt Debbie, um, Joanne, uh, even Paul too. You know, they, uh, Vanessa, they, they showed us, uh, they showed me at least, and you of course. Dan, of course, yeah. Um, they, they taught me how to act yeah. and how to do everything. And that's really something I want to go for is when I get on stage, I'm not only, you know, of course, I want to put on a good show and make it look right, great. Right, right. But I also want to show to to Don and Debbie and everything like I I am growing and I'm everything you're giving me I I'm putting it to use you know oh yeah and they know it it, it shows they, yeah. they know it for sure and, and I I hope so at least oh they do and everyone's response to it was just like wow awesome wow that that, that everyone that makes was, me happy. was wow that is I was I was wow too but I but I knew it the whole time right yeah I was like, I, I, knew. I knew what the potential we had i knew all that i mm-hmm. i saw the i don't know i saw the future on this one and once dan came back i gave him a, a script back in the fall yeah like, okay just just look at it look yeah at just yeah just look i think up. i asked for keep it right it away mind. at that audition yeah, yeah right keep too. it in mind I'm not saying anything just take a look at it whatever right, happens yeah. happens but i also i feel like it's so important and again this is like i'm really trying to not say this in a way where it sounds like i'm no, you know being kissing my own ass or anything yeah, no, like no. that I started at Ghostlight in 2006, right? Mm-hmm. And it's taken me all the way from middle school through high school to college where I studied it to professionally, like, lace through yeah. right till now where, I, where I'm in the midst of, like, I'm an established, like, professional actor. I've worked in the Buffalo community. I do this. And I want to I, – I feel like I want to stay around – Ghostlight more than ever right now because especially with the kids that are there right now, I want to keep pushing the fact that it is achievable for anyone, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. I want to keep pushing the narrative that I used to ride my bike down the street from my house to this theater, yeah. and that's all the training I had until I got to college, yeah. Yeah. like all the formal tra- uh, theater training, and that's all I needed. The commitment and the love for it was all I ever needed, and you can do it too. Yeah, yeah. for the rest of your life if you want to. Yeah, that's what I like, and and I feel like I feel like there's so much of that there already, but I feel like it's important to continue that. No, right? Yeah, yeah. you it, it, there's there's a level of of things where it's just like you have to like keep showing kids like. Yeah, this is you. You can work for something. You could do that. Your dad's the perfect example of that. Right, he's the perfect example of if you work hard for for your whole life, you can have this beautiful legacy, and you can yeah. have so much to offer people mm-hmm. like that. And that's what like I've always tried following your dad. I've always tried following every great artist that has come before us right. at this mm-hmm. theater. But now I feel like that's also my place to be able to do too. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 the kids are going to hear from all the outside sources. Mm-hmm. You won't be an actor. You can't be an actor. You, you're not going to make any money doing this. Yeah, don't waste your time. Do do something that's going to make you money. Mm-hmm. You go to school and and get a good job and and all that. And they're going to hear that. So they need someone like you who can who hasn't only proved it and prove it every time you you're there, but that could just teach them and and sit, look, yeah. I'm, I'm doing what I love. And and your case, and you, you can are getting too. Paid for exactly. It. Yeah. And 
and other people aren't, but they're still doing what they love because they love it. And who cares? And and they they love it. They're, they'll they'll volunteer. And that's what blows my mind about the place. It's like everyone, the talent that we had, didn't get paid. Yeah, not wild yeah. because they love it. Not wild. They just do it because they love it. Which yes. is like makes it ten times better once you find that out. Like holy shit, these mm-hmm. people put all this work and effort in because they love it. And the pay is nice. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, pay is yeah, great. I'm sure. The, oh, yeah. I, lo- I oh, love. Yeah. Who doesn't love getting paid for freaking anything? Yeah, right. But you know what? That was one of the biggest things I had to prove to myself this year too. Was like I was like, do I like this because I get paid for it, or right. do I like this because I like it? And all and uh, Night of the Living Dead was the the first inkling this year of I do it because I love it. Yeah, it's not because of any. It's it's about the community. It's about learning mm-hmm. together it's about doing that that's what it's all about yeah, and I'm... this show was like it, particularly because of how special what we have yeah. is you can take it and you can do it anywhere mm-hmm. yeah. shay's I, I i just brought up seeing my friend in hadestown shay's never seemed smaller to me when i saw hadestown than when I than when I saw it the other day, yeah, really? it it seemed so small and so achievable <laughs> at that point. So I was like, "You're just another theater." Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it's anywhere you go. Yeah, it's anywhere. Yeah, you don't need a, a professional attachment or anything. You right. can have great theater anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we proved that with this. I we should be proud of this for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I I'm I'm I can't wait to just talk about it. And I know when the new people come in and be like, "Oh my God, you, you got to see the the taping of this. You got to you got to listen to all of our stories." Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, it, it's special. It's special, yeah. and it will be forever. It yeah, it really is. I can't wait. Um, yeah, I'm gonna remember this performance for a long time. It, for sure, this is I. It's it's real tough for me because, like I mentioned before, birds that stay always just it has it just has my heart. I, there's yeah, something yeah. about. Playing chance in that show, and everything about it that I just loved, but really this one gave it a run for its money. Yes, this yeah. was such an amazing show to play, and the creatures up there for me. It's it's literally, it's right next to Chance McGrady. I loved playing the creature. Yeah, yeah. I oh yeah, loved agreed. It. This was just you it, killed like it. I guess you it's killed it. yeah. Well, thank you. It's. It, it, he's such a unique character to play, you know. It, it really was, yeah, it just you know, one of my favorite roles I've ever done. Yeah, it really is amazing. But um, DJ, thank you for the opportunity to do this uh, first and foremost. But thank you also for coming on and recapping with us immediately after yeah, the yeah, show yeah. too. I I just it, the wound was so fresh that it it feels so good to like hash it out right yeah. now and and talk about these things now mm-hmm. too um but please 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 um no matter what show it is do not miss a show at the ghost light theater um the next thing coming up that they have is i never saw another butterfly which is a very very beautiful story um about the holocaust and jewish children coping um through that time mm-hmm. um and the dates are march 23rd through the 26th uh, the Thursday, March 23rd, is at 7 p.m., Friday and Saturday at 8, and then Sunday at 2 p.m. Um, come see the 
kids that we have at the theater right now because the next generation of talent coming oh, up yeah. is really awesome right now yeah, to see. They are. It's really pretty amazing. Uh, but after that, there's uh, Here We Sit and then Sweeney Todd in the summer, which Sweeney is going to be a freaking Todd. blast. Todd. And then you're you're directing both, right? You're doing Here We Sit with Your Dad and yes. then, yeah. And, and then, then and then I'm doing the, the fall thriller. Woo! I know, I know. Which is yet to be announced. Yes. But. That's, a, that's a, a big plate, but I, I can't wait for Sweeney Todd. I can't wait for every project we got coming. I'm really awesome. excited. Yeah. Um, DJ, we can't wait to have you back on here. I'm, we have so much that we could yeah. always yeah. hash over <laughs> yeah, yeah. and things like that. So we'll have you back on soon. Um, ben should be back to getting to what's going on. I know Tyler's been very sick, too, so they've been trying to yeah, work I've around been that. Busy. Yeah, I've been busy with my shows, and he's been busy you know, work, with work mm-hmm. and health and everything. So we kind of took a step away from a little bit. Yes. But, um, um, ben and I will be back on regular schedule um, starting next week, so we will yeah. have episode 85 to you um, next weekend. Um, but until then, you can catch me over on Eat Sleep List with Matt Johnson. We drop an episode every Friday. Our most recent episode is um, our top ten moments that changed history, so historical moments that um, really were turning points for our world history forever. Um, but that has been episode 84 of Your Average Ordinary. Ben and I will end the episode as we always do with a one, two, three, see ya! See ya.